This episode is brought to you by Storyblocks, a video production company reimagining stock media. Hey, welcome to the Creator Hub. My name is Lloyd. And I'm Ash. And we're so happy that you're here. This is the podcast where we talk about all things creator economy and podcasting. Today, we've got some exciting things to talk about. We're going to talk about Spotify's new updates and why they matter for creators. We're going to talk about why Twitter and all of the platforms are increasing their character count. And then we're going to talk about LinkedIn's new AI collaborative features. But before we do that, this week, Ash and I were at a podcast conference called Podcast Movement, which was just absolutely amazing. And so I want to talk about some of the things that happened at the conference. Ash, what were your highs and lows for the conference? Um, <laughs> mine's a little different because I wasn't there for the entire portion of the conference. I was there, um, to hear one of our friends speak, Taylor Camille. So I got to get like a guest pass for her talk. Um, so that was my high because that was all I really experienced, yeah. um, <laughs> the conference. But then also we went to the Ambies the night before, which was cool. That was interesting and different. Um, so that was a great experience being at the, um, the third annual Ambies, um, award show for podcasts. Yeah. Um, and then hello. Um, I, I, I feel like overall I had a hard time adjusting with the time change. Like that yeah, one 1, had me on my butt because yeah. our flight was so early in the morning to get there right. that I basically was on three hours of sleep. And then yeah. once we arrive, it's like 11 in the morning there. Yeah. The whole day was a wash. The first day yeah. it was gone. Yeah. So that was a tough adjustment because we had already had so little sleep. But yeah. overall, it was a great time. I enjoyed Vegas. I hadn't been there since... I was like 16, so yeah. it was What great. did you think of the Ambies? That was my first time being at like a real award show. What was your thoughts of like what that experience was like? Um, I thought it was great. It was cool to see people acknowledge for the hard work that they do. Obviously, like you have had a few podcasts. I've had a podcast in the past and like doing it 100% on my own and you doing it on yeah. your own. Like I know how much work goes into a podcast. And so, um, seeing people get acknowledged for the work that they do. A lot of them were like favorites that we listen to all the time. So that was great. I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, absolutely. Same you? here. Um, I'm going to say my high was just being in Vegas. And I think part of like why we started our business was to be able to like have an excuse to travel together and to travel to different places. And so to get to go to Vegas, yes, for a conference, but also to be there together and to kind of hang out and just relax and be in a different state and travel together. That was also pretty exciting. I think in addition to that, it was also really cool to see a lot of my friends that I normally only see online. Um, and so my this is I, I, I joke and say, like being at a, a podcast conference as an adult is like going to summer camp as a kid. It's like you get to travel, you get to hang out late, be with your friends, so on and so forth. And so I'd say like that was the high of the conference. I'd say the low was just I agree. Like I was very jet lagged. The first day and a half was just like a wash for me. And we were only there from like Tuesday to like Friday and Friday morning we were traveling. So I really like had like a solid day to really like go to the actual conference, meet people, hang out. Um, and so I'd also say that that was that was my low, but I'm glad we did it. If you're a podcaster or a creator, I would highly encourage you to like 
check out some like conferences. Almost every single industry has like conferences. I know if you're more into like YouTube, you could go to like VidCon. If you want to learn more about podcasting, you can go to like Afros and Audio or Black PodFest in Atlanta. There's just so many conferences for podcasters. Um, and I, I will say you'll learn a lot and you'll meet a lot of cool people. So I think more people should explore conferences, especially as creators. Now, Ash, I'm going to dive into our topics today. We've got some like exciting things to talk about. I think the big, big, big thing everyone was talking about this week was Spotify, because I think people for the last few months, all we've been hearing about Spotify is the fact that there's been like layoffs and we've been hearing that like, you know, their podcasts aren't doing well. They're like cutting certain shows. So I think a lot of people have just been curious what Spotify's plan is. And I think this event that they had this past week on Wednesday, say called stream on did just that it gave everybody clarity into what spotify's priorities were what they're doing to address those priorities and what they're doing to help creators succeed and so i want to talk about like the two big things that came out of the event the first is just that like they are heavily prioritizing video like that was like really reassuring to hear i think for a long time we view sort of like video here podcasting here and the two might work together to see the focus they're putting on like video was really really exciting just for context one of the things they're going to have on their platform now is this TikTok style video scroll. So when you open the app, it's going to be almost like these short videos with either like music from different artists on the platform or different like podcast clips on the platform, which I think is just like fantastic. Like what an awesome way to discover new content. I mean, what do you think about that? I think it's I have a love hate relationship with this. I know, obviously, we talk about it in the newsletter how video is becoming such a huge component to podcasting and people who do a lot of video content in conjunction with their podcast tend to do better. Um, and I understand why that works, but at the same time, it kind of annoys me because I feel like in some ways it's kind of the whole point of this medium is that it's audio. Exactly. And if it's not audio, and it's on YouTube and it's video and I then mean, it's just a like YouTube video. it's just a YouTube channel yeah, or, you yeah. know, that's just my opinion. Don't, don't fight me, but Too I'm late. just saying it's like, I think it's not the same medium. I think it needs to be called something else. I think it's a hybrid of a yeah. podcast and video. Um, what that is, I don't know, yeah. but I don't think it's the art form art form of actually podcasting but i think it's great because i know that it will benefit um benefit the users a lot in attracting people who would typically keep scrolling if they see a little something that piques their interest you know maybe they'll be more inclined to actually listen so i totally see the benefit from it but there's this other part of me that's a purist when it comes Mm -hmm. to podcasting that makes me feel like but that's not podcasting. Yeah, no, 1,000%. <laughs> I agree. And I, I feel like I am realizing that like in five years, I almost think that these will be like one in the same, that you won't even be able to tell a difference between yeah. like a podcast and a video that could be a YouTube video. And I almost like, to, to your point, I sit in the, my position on it is more like, I agree that I wouldn't necessarily call this podcasting. It's just a video. But at the same time, I'm fully aware that like it, the benefits of like doing video and how they can help are like just like 
undeniable. And so for that reason, I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'll like, I'll get on board if this is what you're saying I need to do to succeed, which is also like one thing that I think Spotify is aware of because the second big decision that they made at this event was the fact that before Spotify already let certain users upload video onto their platform. So if you had like a video podcast, you could pair it with your podcast, just like the Joe Rogan show, which you can watch in the Spotify app. The only problem with this was only people that were hosting their podcast on Anchor or Spotify could do this. Now they've opened it up to everyone. So anyone will be able to like upload their video podcast into the Spotify app. And so my thought is, I think that like, for those of you that may not know, Spotify has sort of like three different tiers, right? So they have like Anchor, which is for like beginners that are starting to podcast. Then they have just like the regular Spotify platform, which is probably for the average podcaster. And then they have sort of like their enterprise or growth version, which is like all of our large podcasts, like the Joe Rogan podcast, they use Megaphone, which is also owned by Spotify. And so I think before, like, people were looking at Spotify as sort of like a podcast host. I think they want to be viewed as just sort of like a podcast tools platform so that like regardless of where you host your platform, you will be able to use Spotify either to like upload video onto their platform or to view your analytics. Um, and so I think they're just going to continue to add different features that allow you to grow your podcast. Two of the interesting features they're adding are polls um, and Q&A. So now people that listen to your podcast will be able to go into the Spotify app, ask a question that you can then feature on your podcast. And so I think to your point, I think they know that like video is going to be an important part and they're trying to pair this like suite of tools to help people grow their show. Can I just interrupt you for a second and say, you're such a nerd. Like <laughs> y'all, he was not reading any of that. He just knows this by heart. Like this is fun for him. <laughs> like I just, I just felt like I needed to say that. Um, and I think that's part of why, like, even at the conference, I feel like such an outsider because I'm just like, I, I'm new to this. And I, though I enjoy it, I don't like eat it up like Lloyd does. Like because of our business, all of this is still like work to me. Like it's a job. Um, and I'm an introvert and I'm very big on like, when when work is over, uh, my laptop is closed, right. okay? I'm done for the day. Lloyd's the person that I'll wake up in the middle of the night and he's not there. And I'm like, where where is he? And he's in the office and he's like working on editing or he's working on this idea for a new video for you all. And I'm just like, he's, he's obsessed. Oh. I just hope y'all appreciate it. That's all I'm going to say, because I look at him sometimes and I'm like, what a nerd, like yeah. geek. <laughs> geek level 10. Yeah, no, but I, I, I appreciate that. And I just think that like, this is such an exciting time to be like a podcaster. And I feel like in like five years, this is going to be so like normal and we're gonna have like so many people that care about this but it's still like i forget that this is even like mainstream like when i'm at conferences i just think like everybody knows like of course you have a podcast like why, why would you not have a podcast and then i go into like the real world at my church and i'm just like you don't listen to podcasts yeah like, there's still is... so many people yeah. who don't even listen to podcasts so yeah it feels like, man, everybody has a podcast, but I mean, that's not really true. Yeah. I was actually watching this creator recently and I feel terrible because I don't know her name. I'll yeah. find it and we'll put it in the show notes. But 
um, she had this comment about people saying that everybody has a podcast. And she was like, what's wrong with that? First of all, it's not true. But what's wrong with that? And she talked about how, you know, society wise, we have been kind of bred into this society that's very individualistic and independent. Whereas in the past, um, communities were built around everyone's contributions, everyone sharing their own ideas and creativity and thoughts and everyone had a job think about old-timey communities like everyone had a job even if your job was just to go to the well to pump water that day like everyone had a job and we've kind of gotten away from that so even the people who are so like anti-podcast who literally never even listened to one before um it's just interesting how she kind of challenged that of this idea of like we used to celebrate the contribution yeah. of thought um, and community and why that's so important for us to tap back into. So I, I'll find the video um, if I can and share it. It was on TikTok, but yeah. I think that's so true. That's awesome. I'm really glad you said that. Um, I'm excited for what Spotify is doing. Um, I think it's really cool. And I'm excited that our podcast industry is becoming less like... Um, I think the more brands, the more business owners we see come into the space, the better so that we can diversify our industry a little more. The last thing we want is to feel like one company is owning the entire industry. And so we need more voices. We need more brands. We need more companies. And so I'm excited just to see like this industry grow. I've been creating content now for a little over a year. During that time, I've learned a lot about the types of videos that perform well. One thing is for certain. You need to make your videos as engaging as possible, and I have a very easy and cost-efficient way to make that happen. I'd like to introduce you to my latest sponsor, Storyblocks. Storyblocks is a video production platform that reimagines stock media to support a rapid video creation with a truly unlimited model and easy-to-use tools that help you exceed your business goals by using video. There are really three big reasons why I think you should check out Storyblocks. With the exception of my video editor, Shane, none of us listening are professional video editors. Storyblocks provides thousands of professional pre-made motion graphics. There's also a large pool of stock videography to use. I mean, they literally have over 1 million videos for you to choose from. Now, my lawyer said I couldn't say their name, but I recently worked with and I got charged a million different fees, which is why I love that Storyblocks has transparent pricing because I need to use every dollar I have to grow my creator business. I think Storyblocks could help you level up as a creator, which is the reason I decided to partner with them. Make sure you go to storyblocks.com slash creator hub. That's S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash C-R-E-A-T-O-R-H-U-B. You can also find the link in the show notes. Um, the second thing I want to talk about on my list, Ash, is the fact that Twitter is increasing its character limit to 10,000 characters um, only for people that are on Twitter blue. And just for context, for those of you that may not know, the average character count for like a podcast platform, like if you're uploading a podcast, you get to add a description. That description is 4,000 characters. For TikTok and Twitter, who both have 10,000 character limits, that is like a lot. Like that's like, that's longer. That's like an 800 word blog if I had to like guess. Um, and so that I think speaks volume to how, how they're thinking about the platform. 
two quick thoughts about why I think this is important. The first thing I just want to say is just like the fact that people are releasing platforms and releasing that people are releasing features and only releasing those features to paid platforms to me signifies that in like two or three years, our idea of like social media being free is not going to exist. Like brands like these platforms, like social media platforms, they're already failing to make money. And if they know that there's features they can release that people need, but only release those to paid features, that is just like an easy way to make money, which I'm not against that. I'm actually for that. Um, but I just think it's really cool that Twitter is now like they're switching from being a short form platform to a long form platform. I think that's really cool and, and really impressive. What do you think about this, Ash? Yeah, I, I think it's definitely interesting. Um, it kind of reminds me of the beginning of Netflix. Yeah. And their story of going from like the DVD model to, you know, solely online. But that whole when that first happened, that was so different, you know, right. and especially with it being the subscription model. Yep. So it makes me think about that. Like we're on the cusp of something really interesting um, with social media and how, like you said, it's not going to be free forever um, and have some form of subscription based pricing and um, not just for the content creators, but then the content creators will have some opportunities to pass that on as well to the cost to viewers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're going to get into that today with TikTok, but yep. it will be in the newsletter. So definitely check that out. Yeah, that's a great, great, great point that I think creators more than anyone else. Um, and it's almost like Apple, like they have this tier with like their products, right? Where it's like, hey, you can get like a regular iPhone if you just need a cell phone. But if you use your cell phone for work, you probably want the pro model, which is where like the iPhone 14 Pro, iPhone Max, which is where all of those tool com tools come in. I could see the same kind of being true for social media, because for someone that makes their living off of social media, like with Instagram's new last week, they announced that for people that pay for their like subscription, they'll have additional reach. So more people will see your content. I can't imagine that anyone is not going to pay for that. That is a creator. And then creators can then just charge their audience some sort of subscription. But overall, I think that's really, really cool. Um, and I'm excited to see what happens with Twitter. The second thing that this just proves is from an SEO perspective. Um, I think what all of these platforms want is for us to go to them whenever we're searching for an answer. Right now, our initial instinct is to go to Google and say, apartments in LA or how do you do X in the future? I think we'll be going to TikTok and saying, how do you clean a pan? How do you clean whatever? Um, and because we I have already this, do that now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for most people I know that's I search, we search on, on social platforms. And so I think this just like further solidifies that, that the more written the, for every like 60 second video you post, the longer the blurb you write and the more keywords you put, the more likely that content is going to get found. And so I think this is really cool. And it's a new direction for social platforms. Platforms. The third thing I want to talk about is the fact that LinkedIn now has a new collaborative AI tool that it's going to be releasing. Here's a blurb from the article they released. LinkedIn has announced that it will begin using AI to expand on its content, beginning with a new initiative called Collaborative Articles, which will use AI-generated prompts to then call on specific users for their expertise and input. A lot of interesting thoughts here. I think the bigger goal of like social media is to get engagement of any kind, which is why tools like TikTok and Instagram allow you to remix other people's content. Um, I think LinkedIn is doing this in a very, very cool way. 
basically I think how this will work is I I've actually got prompted by one of these AI articles. Basically I woke up and at the top it said, Hey, we're writing an article on podcasting. Would you like to insert a blurb? It'll then ask you a few questions and allow you to contribute to that specific article. But it's basically using AI to choose who it asks and how it puts together this article. And so imagine being able to imagine being someone that's curious about podcasting, waking up and seeing this article where 25 podcast experts have contributed their thoughts and opinions. Um, and so not only does this get us creators to like engage with content on LinkedIn, like, so you've basically had 25 people remix a specific article. It's a great way to make sure that you're finding information that is validated by experts. And so I think this is a really cool play on LinkedIn. No, that's, that's really exciting. I can't wait to see it play out more. And did you, did you actually respond when the AI prompted you to contribute? Um, I did not because I thought it was weird and I didn't know what it was yet. But in the future, <laughs> okay. I will. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I was just going to ask, like, what was the experience, like, actually using it and how did it show up in the article? So, um, but no, I could see that also being interesting for however this actually shows out with quoting you, if it links back to your page or I, I think that'd be interesting to see yeah. how it helps promote. Uh, do some level of cross promotion for you and what you do as different people are contributing and are quoted how they're like linked to and referenced in the article so that they can um, draw attention back to like the work that they're doing. So I'd be yeah. interested to know that. That's a great point. It's kind of similar to something I'm a part of now. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm part of this database where journalists basically send out an email three times a day. And it's for journalists that are looking for an expert to provide a quote on a specific topic. So a journalist, I actually did one like a month ago where a journalist was writing about how podcast virality could help you grow your business. And so she sent out this mass email and I, she asked a few questions and I answered those questions and I was featured in her article and it referenced back to my website. So I got some traffic from her article. And so I think it's kind of the same with this where you'll be featured in all these different articles. And because you're being viewed as sort of like an expert, that if people are interested in learning more about what you do or find your position fascinating, that it'll link back to your LinkedIn. So it could be a really good lead generator as well. Yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds great. Yeah. Overall, before we go into the week, what are you most excited about this week? One of our clients just launched her podcast, so that was fun. So I'm excited to go into week two with that. Um, another thing I'm excited about is actually next, this upcoming weekend. So we've been in D.C. for about seven months. Yep. Okay. So, y'all, I've never done a real D.C. brunch. Oh, yeah. And so I'm doing that with one of my friends that I've met here, Lanita, and um, another one of her friends, Trinity. And so I'm very excited. Like, I'm excited to be a part of a, a real D.C. brunch and get the experience because I don't know what to expect. But I heard, you know, you D.C. folks, y'all take brunch very seriously. Very, very serious. So I'm excited to be in the mix. And, yeah. you know. I really wanted to be excited, too, but I wasn't invited. But whatever it's nothing personal i'm sure um maybe i'll get friends too at some point and whatever it's this is whatever um, um you've met friends as well so don't do that to them they just y'all have y'all thing y'all play basketball monday yeah. monday nights yeah that's have y'all ever met someone who talks about their skills whether it's basketball any sport they talk themselves up so much like they're just the best like they're lebron I every am. time this man comes home, group, I am. Every time this man comes home, 
from a game, he goes on and on for like 30 minutes about how great he was, how every team that he got switched to needed him. They wouldn't have won without him. I just need the receipts because I don't think he's being honest with me. I'm telling you, like the group I'm a part of, I'm not I'm not like the best player. I am the best community builder. I, I, I what bring the role people is that to, on the court? I've never heard of that. It's like it's like if you're not like the best, but you're wait, are you basically saying you're like the leader of the yeah. team? Yes. That is exactly wow. what I'm saying. Like you don't have the most talent per se, but you wow. can like it's like being a quarterback. Like you're not like maybe the most does the everyone best else know this that you're the leader or that's the thing of about a leader they don't have to know the leader just gets the job <laughs> okay, done they put stop. the pieces together so mm-hmm. that's what i do and that's why we win um but yeah basketball on mondays has been fun i do at some point want to do a dc brunch but um yeah it's been cool being in this city so far um i feel like you know we need to do an update episode soon because a few months ago when we first moved here we made an episode saying we moved here but we haven't really kept you updated on how it's going and what we've been up to so we'll do that soon enough before we wrap i just want to shout out some of the things we're doing in case you want to support us you may already know that we have a company called podman which is just where we manage podcasts for influencers and brands we do everything from the post-production to helping you record to writing your show notes to helping you grow and so if you're interested in podcast management you can go to podman.com or you can go to bigcreator.energy. Lastly, if you have a friend that wants to be a creator or is thinking about starting a podcast, please make sure you share this podcast with them. We'd really appreciate it. And I hope you have an awesome weekend. Peace. Peace.